Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I am your co-host Jeff. And I'm Tatsu. And we are super excited about today's episode. Tatsu doesn't even know what's going to happen. Total surprise. <laughs> we are talking about past, present, and future. Oh, yeah, man. So, uh, oh, yeah. so as I devise this wacky topic, I will kick it off first question. Which one do you spend the most time in mentally? Currently, I would say the future, man. Although I've been working on spending more and more and more and more time on the present and the concept of that and why it's important for me. How about you, man? I've always been a future guy. I mean, you know this. We'll be eating breakfast and I'll be talking about dinner. <laughs> yeah, I'm always leaning that way. Um, but yes, also not necessarily in the present, but being present, if that makes sense. Like working on my presence, uh, like who I'm being at all times and focusing on what I'm doing now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, really, really challenging for me. I love being ahead, ahead of what you may ask. I have no idea, but ahead. Um, I love being early, I love being ahead. What I do with this abundance of being ahead and all these points I've made up and this abundance of time I've created, I don't have a good answer for that. But that's the kind of silly game I play. Um, and I remember that like always as a kid. I would always try to finish my homework as fast as possible to get to the next thing. Always. What would be um, and just playing devil's advocate here, um, when you spend most of your time in the future, what's the downside of doing that? I'm not really present. I'm not enjoying what I'm doing or even what I recently done. I spent very little time in the past. And I remember like never liking history. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe that's where like that comes from. Mm -hmm. And now being older, it's like, oh man, I Wish I would have like enjoyed history a little bit. There's probably some lessons there that I would have gotten earlier if I was paying attention to some of those things. Um, but yeah, I think what you lose is presence and joy and like ease of pace. The way I do future is very quick. Mm -hmm. It's like hot from one thing to the next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like I make a joke that I get my Christmas presents in September, or my birthday presents in September, and my birthday's in March. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I'm I'm very aware of even the past being very influential on my present and my planning for the future except it's not as obvious all the time. You know, there's like 
always reflecting back what went wrong, what went right, how could I improve myself just based on like the past has been such a, an ingrained way of processing stuff mm-hmm. for me that it's like automatic now. So yes, I am looking into the future, but definitely there's memories and experiences that are like impacting that vision that I'm creating to some extent. I, yeah. I'm not fully aware of it, but sure. like I may not be dreaming as big as I could, right? For example, or even living right now, like my lifestyle is impacted by my, my past way of thinking, even though I'm doing what I can to like shift it. Yeah. Uh, but what I was, you know, when you're talking about um, just being present, I was I was thinking of like it's in history, right? I never liked history class because I just thought it was boring. But I think now learning about history is so much more interesting. I mean, of course, I was looking in the wrong place, but it's like the patterns that history showed me. And how that applies to my current life, and if, in, in particular, my own historical pattern of my life, and how those pa- how I see those patterns now, and how they're impacting me now, and if those patterns are serving me, supporting me to the higher version of myself versus not, that's been very, very interesting for me to be able to process in this present. Yeah. What's like, um, what's a big pattern for you that you've changed over the years that you saw that wasn't supporting you? Yeah, I, mean, I never really looked back. So when I graduated high school, graduated college, retired from pro tennis, I never kept in touch with any of those people. Mm. It was like once, once that was done, I was done. With with everyone involved, um, and now even being like two years removed from living in Cali, almost two years, I've done better than I have in the past. But there's room to be even more connected to people. Or right? just because I geographically moved doesn't mean that like I don't need to have a relationship with that. But I've mapped on like those experiences with the people or those experiences aren't necessarily the same as those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy for me to like, just keep going much more challenging for me to like pick up the phone and call somebody connect. And, and I think cause I've done that in the past. And like, I don't like getting ghosted because then I'll make that mean something about me versus if I just break it off first or just don't make the effort, then it's like, all right, it's natural distance creates separation, you know, they were friends for a season, all good. So I think for me, like those relationships over the years, keeping some form of that. And even now, it's like, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be with that whatsoever, but at least the intention is there mm-hmm. and I'm doing 
better. But that's specifically what I mean when I don't really look to the past. Like, I don't care to open that door. Like, I don't know any of my grandparents' names. Mm-hmm. They weren't alive when I was born, but still, I don't know their first names. Um, don't know any family history, really. Um, and never took an interest. To your point, that could be some value in learning a little bit about that to not only impact like me, but also my kids. And there might be some nuggets in there, most likely are, that can help with my future. Mm. And I think just the mindset of past, present, future, there used to be like three independent circles in my life. And I would just pick up one, like, no, nope, this is the one I'm going to focus on and forget the rest. Well, I think now, ideally, it's more of like a Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. Like if I can honor my past, be fully present, mm-hmm. and plan for the future all at the same time, mm-hmm. I would be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that imagery. And being able to extract fear from that Venn diagram. 100%. That's that's like the culprit of worry. We worry a, we worry because of or or we have these this pain and whatever suffering that comes from the past memories, or we're worrying about the future. Right? It's like and then we're creating all this nonsense within our own brains. Yep. Because that element of fear, which both past and, and future create. And unless you're in like in the present, unless you're in like a, a dire situation, like in the middle of a war and everything's crumbling around you or you're, you're, you're dying of starvation or something, unless it's a situation like that, for the most part, we don't have fear. We don't have something to be fearful of. If we're sitting somewhere in the house or if we're, you know, if we're driving somewhere or walking somewhere, you know, unless we're in immediate physical danger of dying, being attacked by some bear or something, mm-hmm. there really is no fear. Right. But that's 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 uh that's that's a whole deeper conversation that I'm exploring myself. Um but yeah, like one of one of the patterns that I've noticed for myself is within my relationships friendships and romantic relationships seeking love thinking that a person those people have that love to give me Mm. because it's missing within me right like they will fill that void within me yeah it's it's because of them that i could feel whole um and i and i've seen that everywhere you know and i don't that's another that's a whole deeper thing for me to unpack but um that pattern um was just like never ending i just feel like it's never ending and it's always elusive and it's just nonsense for me to cheat keep chasing love outside of myself you know but i didn't realize that until more recently you know recent years so that's been a huge uh huge shift for me with regarding to learning from my past how am i 
making decisions in the future. How am I, how, how is my mindset currently in the, in the present? How am I relating to people and all of that? Um, and then eventually like what I'm doing now is going to impact what's going to happen in the future too. But it's more of not worrying so much about that. So it's like you said, it's a Venn diagram. So there's a, there's sort of like a, a balance in between all three going on, you know, at the same time. Right. Yeah, and, and you mentioned fear, like how big fear plays a role, right? Like a lot of people are fearful of the future, right? Mm-hmm. Economic stuff, global yeah. stuff, right? Pandemic stuff, like technically we could all worry ourselves. We could find reasons to worry ourselves. Obviously in the past, right? Like um, regrets or things we might have done differently, right? We could all play that hindsight game, right? And do a lot of things differently. And then, like, the present is hilarious, right? Like, we kind of skip over that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the poor present is probably, like, the third pick of this uh, draft here. <laughs> right? And the present is where, like, we can actually, like, make the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's, like, most ignored. It's like the third kid of, of three <laughs> children, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Shout out to JJ, who's probably, <laughs> probably not listening at almost six, but at one point will. Um, but and my brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's just one of those things where, you know, we get so focused on these things. And I think we get focused on these things because they can become distractions. Mm-hmm. If we're in the present, we're actually like doing and being something. Right. There's nothing to analyze or reflect or dig in or process because you're like in it. It's happening right now. Right. Right. And I, I and I think for myself at least, there's already an underlying judgment that the present maybe it's not as exciting as the future. You know, maybe it's not as cool. So this is boring. This sucks or whatever. Like there's some kind of underlying judgment about the present that makes me not focus on the present oftentimes yeah which is ridiculous <laughs> but relatable because <laughs> look we could make so many things up in the future mm-hmm. like remember that tv show the jetsons back when we were kids yep and they would like eat their meal like a pill mm-hmm. we're not even doing that I mean, I'm sure there's something like that, but like not in common households, right? Um, we don't have like flying cars yet. No, but that show existed because we could all like make believe and use our imagination and like, it's not wrong (laughs) because it's the future. It might happen. We're like, we could say we want fulfillment or we want a partner. Um, and we want that partner to be X, Y, and Z, right? And that's fun and that's exciting. But then if we're in the present, like we actually have to go create that. Like we have to do the work to create that now. Mm -hmm. And to your point, it might suck at certain points. It might be awesome. It might be like heart wrenching, but that's the thing to look at. And probably why most people want to avoid the present is because 
it's right here. And we can't reflect and analyze and play what ifs. And we can't use our imagination and never be wrong. Like we actually have to like, go play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that, like that saying, seeing is believing. But if I don't see it in front of me right now, you know, if that ideal opportunity isn't in front of me right now, or that ideal person isn't in front of me right now, or that ideal house or car isn't in front of me right now, then I don't believe it. And if I don't believe it, then my life sucks. (laughs) Right. When in reality, it's believe it, create it, and then see it. Right. Right. And that part, learning to believe it first and foremost, we were never taught how to do that. Yeah. The possibility of that. Yeah. Yeah. Most of us weren't. And again, you know, it's not like the logical or the normal thing to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So maybe we were like, I actually think that kids do this all the time. Mm. Mm -hmm. Kids do believe. Yeah without seeing until parents and teachers and coaches like kind of make them wrong for it or their friends Mm -hmm. and then they become essentially like boring unimaginative adults in their teens (laughs) right right where we you know ideally harnessing that imagination encouraging that imagination and let them run with it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Kids are more present than any adult, more, more, at least most adults. They'll cry like a like a crazy person one second yeah. and then completely be laughing the next. And if an adult did that, they'd be judged as psychotic. (laughs) And you only call them crazy because you're an adult. Yeah, right. I don't even call it crazy. Now I call it normal. (laughs) That happens all the time. Yeah. Right? For for kids. So, yeah, I mean, I think really when we look at the past, present, and future, like a lot of the topics we look at, it's examining like where we are. Like where, where, what, how do we play these areas and these arenas and where do we want to be? Like when we started this, you were more future based, right? Dabbling in the past a little bit. I was more and wanted to be more present, right? That was your goal. That's what you're working on. And I was, you know, and slash and more future based from an automatic standpoint and then rerouting to the present. When in reality, it's like, I probably want all three in some regard. And then it's like, okay, well, how do we get there? Right. Yeah, I'm the same too. It's knowing, knowing that fear exists and it does taint my relationship to the past and it does taint my relationship to the future. How do I strengthen my relationship to the present and also bring in and, and bring in a more empowering relationship to the past and the future? 
Yeah. And it might start with somebody acknowledging that there's fear in the way mm-hmm. and breaking down that, that fear is highly subjective and probably not material enough to be in the way. Mm-hmm. But it has to be a willingness to have that conversation internal. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And it has to be worth it. Like mm-hmm. on the other side of that process, you know, there has to be some pot of metaphorical gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why make the trek? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And that why has to be deep. It can't just be like monetary. That's not deep enough. Well, yeah, because we'll find other ways to make money. Yeah. That aren't as uh, painful or uh, long or um, challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. So again, you know, we we've been doing this work for a while, and even us, we're like, again, not where we want to be in this. And I think that's another reason why, like, you see, probably in the last ten years, like mindfulness and meditation really like rolling and you know meditation has been around for a long 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 time but i would probably say in the last 10 years i've seen more apps more meditation movements more people trying to get back to the present and that may have to do with like social media and all the distractions we have now but what what are some things that you're doing and that maybe you could suggest other people to create that Venn diagram in your life? I'm working on slowing down more, slowing down my my mind, my processes. And when I say slow down, so for example, in every conversation that I'm in, I'm really, really working on connecting with that person, like understanding what they're saying, the words, their, the tone, the body language, are they distracted? Like feeling into them and just being very, very present with them and just connecting with them without agenda. What am I going to do for lunch later? You know, you know, what are they talking about? Let me try to solve their problem. No, none of that. Like just being there and just listening. And understanding, asking questions and understanding. Whether they ask me a question or not, that's irrelevant. I want to be there as present as I can for them. And squeeze, metaphorically, squeeze the juice out out of every moment in life to to the extent I can. Right? So whatever I'm doing, know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So do it to the best of my ability. If that means being in the conversation, be, be locked in. I'm not going to be checking my phone all the time. You know, put my phone away, locked into that conversation. All right, conversation's done. What am I doing next? I'm driving. Locked in on driving, you know. Wasn't going to eat, eat a sandwich. I'm going to lock in on that sandwich. <laughs> you know? Seen that before. Seen that last time. <laughs> Uh, so slow down, slow down, um, and especially with conversations with other people, 
Just be very, very present as best as you can. Just practice that. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, definitely slowing down is, is a great idea and something I'm doing and meditating and being really clear and intentional. And then I would, I would probably say adding some of the past, right? Like over in that corner is a picture of my dad. So just noticing that, mm. uh, bringing some of that, his mentality into my day. Um, same with the future, right? Like what do I want and who do I want to be 10 years from now? And coming back all the way back to today and like, who do I need to be in order? And what do I need to do today to set that up as a real possibility? Right. So again, no problem thinking about the future, no problem in thinking about and implementing in the past and culminating that into like a higher level of presence. So that yes, I'm present with whomever and whatever I'm doing, but I'm also integrating the past and the present um, and the future all together. Right. That would kind of be my next level, my intentions. And for me, that's, you know, habitual things help. You know, I'm a creature of habit, like a lot of us. So not only doing those habits, but making sure those habits are serving me. Right. There you uh, go. Like smashing donuts at 11 o'clock at night might taste good at 11 o'clock, but probably mm-hmm. for myself, not going to serve me long term. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, you know, really making sure that I'm not getting comfortable. Right. So if I'm meditating for 10 minutes a day, all right, well, can I stretch it to 15? Like still working on extending my elasticity always being present um, is big for me. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think for anyone listening, that would be like, start simple. Like kind of like what we talked about today. It's like, where are you spending most of your mental time? Past, present, future. Where do you want to be spending your most tremendous time that might be the same great keep it going how do you keep it Mm -hmm. Um, and if it's not where you want to be what are some things you can play with because again there's no right way there's no magical formula what are some things you can play with to help you shift nice i love that man that's a lot of work ahead for everyone yeah (laughs) cool so where can the peeps find us uh, all of the podcast platforms out there, um, justinmillercoaching.com, obviously, uh, myself and Tatsu social media, reach out. Again, a lot of these topics have been suggested by listeners, so we love it. Keep coming. Thanks for the feedback. Um, hopefully, everyone who's listening is getting something out of that. Um, that's our goal, for us to get something out of this and for you all to get something out of this. And we will keep it rolling. All right, brother. Another good one. There we go. Till the next one. Till the next one. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next one.